Well, hey there. I want to talk to you today about your home. When we talk about building an unschooling nest, two things usually pop up. Initially, the first one looks practical. For some reason, it's a little hard to visualize what an unschooling home might look like for people. I think that's because our own creativity has been squashed a little, and we've been encouraged to duplicate what other successful people do, not to think about our own individualized perspective, but just look for that one right answer and do that. I wonder where we got that message. Also, layer in the fact that most of us weren't raised in homes where kids' interests were prioritized. The adults' needs were front and center, and the kids had to make do or go play outside. But unschooling homes are different. The adults actually like having the kids around, and we realize that when we support our kids and their interests, they grow and they learn more. When we shut it all down and hurry them off, they play small and they engage less and they just don't learn as much. A lot of research talks about how when we can bring down the anxieties in children, it has a direct correlation to, well, first and foremost, their happiness and their ability to enjoy their lives, but also their ability to learn. So since we're in our homes a good deal of the time lately, it helps to make it the most conducive for the activities that, we're gonna, that are going to take place in there. And while that's really going to be individualized to the people in your home and what they like to do, some of it is kind of universal. We want to create soft places for them to land, for them to be inspired, for their curiosities to be encouraged. You'll see in the resources, including this new mini unschooling guide that I created for you, all sorts of possibilities to help you get your wheels turning for ways to create the home that works for you and for your kids. Things like cozy spots to read and talk or flat surfaces for games and projects, keeping supplies handy, good lighting, a big wall calendar, you know I love those. But the inevitable follow-up question comes after people try this for a couple of weeks. What about the mess? And is everyone's house a mess, or am I just not managing it very well? Rest assured, you're managing it just fine. And yes, most successful unschooling families I've known, and I've known quite a few, have pretty messy homes. Even the minimalists, they often had one room set aside to be project-free, but once you turn the corner into the other parts of the house, ah, there it was, that familiar lived-in look. <laughs> and yes, there are little tricks we do to help this, like bringing in more waste paper baskets or using plastic tubs to be able to throw shoes or stuff that's been lying around and needs to get moved somewhere else. But more importantly, it's about reframing it in your head, recognizing that when you have kids and they're being encouraged to explore and discover, cleaning up after themselves is not the first thing that comes to mind before they're happily skipping off to another curiosity. So if you grew up with the concept that keeping a tidy home is synonymous with being a good mother, this may be something you have to work through. You may have stories in your head that are mixing up the ideas of being a good housekeeper and being a good mom. They are, in fact, very different. 
An unschooling parent prioritizes the relationships happening in the home and places value on all those incomplete projects that the child is working on. The cleanliness of the house is not more important than the people who live there. Since you're not going to be focusing on curriculum and lesson plans, you can spend your energy on creating an environment that makes learning and connecting happen easily. Remember that conversations are an often overlooked magical key to unschooling success. It's as if unschooling parents have this superpower because they value those conversations with their kids. When your home offers lots of opportunities for the kids to share what's going on with them, they can ask questions that interest them, connect on topics that are relevant to their lives. And this insight, while you can't really anticipate it or plan it all out, it's going to show you what your next steps are going to be to help your child learn and grow. So yes, unschooling homes can get a tad messy. Kids and projects coming and going in various places, learning and life woven together in ways that can't really be separated every day, all the time, even when we can't really see what's happening. Your job, in air quotes, (laughs) or role in all of this is to keep that in the front of your head. You're creating an environment for all this wonderfulness to happen. That's what Einstein said. He said, I don't teach the students anything. I only attempt to provide the conditions for them to learn. And for us, that's going to be in our homes. So enjoy your adventures this week. Look around and see how you can make your home fit the personalities that live there. And I'll be back next week to talk with you. And in the meantime, I'll see you online.